Okay, we're in a rigorous industry. We're in the film industry, and we're definitely pursuing it and trying to get to the highest level of it. With that being said, geez, okay. So, we're in the film industry, and it's a rigorous industry, just like a lot of other areas in entertainment. My question to you is when does somebody, or when should somebody know? My question to you is how does somebody know when to quit? When to quit the industry? When to quit the pursuit of an industry? When to quit, um, yeah, when to quit a pursuit of a, a dream or a goal? Do you believe there's a time that they should know when to quit? Do you think that they should ever quit? And how's the person supposed to know when to change directions in life? That's my question to you. When your love for it dies. Yeah. I think that's the best thing to know because at the end of the day, there's a difference between being an actor and being an actor in show business. Mm -hmm. And if you just want to act, if you just want to act, you can do theater. You can do scenes on your camera. There's so many different ways for you for you to act. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But if you want to act in show business, that is something completely different. Mm-hmm. That's a whole different ballgame. And my acting teacher actually broke this down for me. And I've met so many people who just did theater or who've never been casted in anything before and they're completely happy with just acting because they feel like it's their calling. They just don't want to act in show business. Because acting in show business, even saying it's hard is an understatement. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, like that doesn't even begin to explain how difficult it is to really break into the industry and everything. And not yeah. just breaking in, but sustaining success. Right. You know? But I think once your love for it dies, and it, go, and all, and it, it all goes back to why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But for whatever you're doing, whether, whether that is teaching, nursing, being a doctor, being a lawyer, whatever, when you're motivated by money, you're going to burn out eventually. Right. And I believe that 100% because if you're only motivated by money and there's nothing else, what happens when the money goes away? Right. You know what I'm saying? What happens when the clients stop coming in? What happens when the phone stops ringing? Right. Is your love for your profession still going to be there? Mm-hmm. Or is your love for your money greater than your, possession, than your profession? Right. A lot of people get into acting because they see it as a side gig and they can make extra money. Or they have these dreams of being like this big movie star and make all this money and yada, yada, yada. But that's, that's, not, that's not reality a lot of the time. It's reality for some and we see that as possible, but <clears throat> right. the probability of actually obtaining that type of success. Possibility and probability are, you know, two different things. It's, it's great to acknowledge them. Exactly, just like Chad said. But at the end of the day, it's it's all about your love for the craft. It's about it's all about and that's that's not just acting, it's about whatever you're doing, mm-hmm. whether that's being in the courtroom uh, arguing with the opposition, whether that is to help people as a doctor, saving lives, whether that's to teach the younger generation mm-hmm. and help mold them into responsible adults that can mm-hmm. contribute to society or, or contribute in life in general. Whatever that is, whatever whatever field you're in, or that's helping, or whether that's helping people as a psychiatrist, if your love for that goes away, then it's time for you to walk away. Okay, that's the way that I see it. But what what do you think? Yeah, I like that. I hear that quite a bit. Once your love for it goes away, that's when you can start reevaluating. 
for me, I've always been a man of like tenacity, a man of kind of trying to push through everything. And it's not really a healthy way to pursue life for the full duration of life. You surely can do it when you're younger. <clears throat> but, um, you know, for everything I pursue, there's always going to be that hate-love relationship. I'm going to show up the next day and teach myself to love it again. And that's just because it, you know, when a tree is growing, the last thing to grow is the fruit. And so the fruits of your labor are the last part to show up. And sometimes people love for something ends before that. I, just, I can't allow that for myself. So I just keep going, whether I like it or not in that moment. And you got to understand that. Um, and for me, I love this conversation because you got to ask yourself. It's always good to do your path, live your passion and pursue your passion. But it's as important or can be more important to serve your purpose. And to serve your purpose, you know, when you're passionate about something, you have to love it. You have to love it day in and day out. When you're serving your purpose, you realize that you don't have to like it every day. You have to teach yourself how to, how to love it again because this can serve so many people. Whether it's writing a book about your story, about how you overcame abuse, whether it's about you... Um, inventing something that, uh, you know, can help the masses or help, um, you know, uh, kids with, um, you know, let's, if, you're, if you're curing cancer, it may not be the most fun job to do. It may be, be mundane on many days, such when the needle's not moving, but you know, you're, at that point, you're serving your purpose. Um, you don't have to be passionate about it. You don't, you don't have to wake up and be like, oh my God, this is the most fun I'm, I'm living. But, you still might have to continue on that journey because that journey can, can save so many people and allow so many other people to pursue their passions. When you serve your purpose, you allow other people to, to pursue their passions a lot of times. Um, it's very heroic, but, um, you know, that, that's, that's kind of my view on it. Um, and then back to the main question here is when should someone know to quit? That's that's case-by-case -case basis because it's based off of who you are and you have to evaluate what's most important to you in that moment. I agree. And it, it also, you should also quit when it starts to hurt. You know what I mean? Like hurt as in your health and everything. It starts to affect you mentally to the point where you can't function every day. And there are some people who push it to the max and everything. And I do agree with you that, you know, it's kind of like being married. Well, I don't know what it's like to be married, but from what I've heard, it's kind of like being married. You might not like your partner every day, but no matter what, you still love your partner yeah. at the end of the day. You still exactly. love whoever you're with. And, mm -hmm. you, might, you know, there are things about show business that I don't like. You know what I mean? But I still love acting. And a part of me still loves the industry because of how interesting and how random is not the right word, how different everyone's pathways are. Like when you look into sports, right? You look at the basketball, look at these NBA players. Let's talk about the American NBA players. A lot of them played AAU. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of NBA players that you see, they grew up playing together in AAU, California, LA area, Chicago, New York. They all grew up together. You know, they all had the same pathway. Right. Uh, soccer. They all, um, or European soccer, I should say, European football. They all went to the same academy since they were like seven years old. Mm-hmm that was owned by a team and they've been training playing soccer every day since they were seven. That's how a lot of them make it to the league. Wow. So they all have the same pathways. NFL, 
the, the cool thing about football is that you can pick up football late. You can pick it up really early. Mm-hmm. You know, you can pick it up when you're in high school and make the NFL if you're good enough. Mm-hmm. But what I'm trying to say is that there's, it feels like that at least in sports, right? Or in, especially in any profession, like with lawyers, you have to go to law school to become a doctor. You have to go to med school. There's set pathways that you have to take. Right. With acting, there is no set pathway. You can literally make your own way, which is what I love about the industry. Yeah. Because the set pathway that everyone tells you is, is it can, it, it, you, a lot of people consider it outdated. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Especially nowadays in 2023. But that's beside the point. What I'm trying to say is that uh, I do love even I love how random I love how you can set your own path for the industry and everything. But I, I don't like the industry every day. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to say in a long about way. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Just trying to make sure we're on track here. But exactly that. You get to... You get to... Um, yeah, exactly that. You get, to, you get to make your own story, make your own lane, all that in this industry. Where in other industries, there are, is the, the scoreboard is almost too... Uh, the scoring system is almost too structured, and that alone could be deterring. But with this industry, um, I'm always going to say it comes back down to catalog. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with that. Yeah. Ever since you bought the whole Lil Dirk, when we talked about Lil Dirk, yeah. And same with uh, Bad Bunny, dropped yeah. a new song every week. It's all about catalog. Like guys, we're. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know the cue of this episode, but you know, we're somewhere between. You know, somewhere north of 40 episodes about the time this one drops, or somewhere north, maybe north of 50. Yeah. And one of my favorite podcasts, I listened to it yesterday, and they're like, we're on episode 50. We've been doing this for, we're on episode 52. We did it for a year now. I'm like, that's great. So it drops every week for a year. Yeah. And their episodes are about uh, 12 to 20 minutes. I'm like, damn, we, we did that in a month and a half or whatever. Yeah. Because we dropped every day. We dropped every day. So it comes down the catalog and maybe when we're gone, people are going to reference these videos and be like, oh, they dropped some gems there or they, um, you know, they said something They were speaking the truth. Speaking the truth. They were speaking facts. Yeah, exactly. Whatever they're they're saying. So yeah, who knows what they're going to be saying in the future. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Who knows, man? Who knows? uh, The slang always changes. It it does. Like the same... You know, we we treat everybody's words like a haiku. Like every every word we say is important, like a haiku. Like you look at the words one day, one way, and you're like, oh man, I connected it. And the next day, you look at it, you hate those words. Like yeah. that's what they meant by it. It's weird. Public perception is weird. People I agree. Are weird. So the main perceptions and perspectives that there are people in the world, and they are sub- subject to change. Nevertheless, I want to talk about when someone should know. Uh, it's the time to quit. And honestly, if you love it, um, and if you really set out to do it, um, you know, only person who, only person who knows when to walk away from something is you. And remember, it's not what you walk away from; it's what you walk away with. Exactly. This is Black Hollywood. Did you set your timer? Yeah, time? I did. You did? Yeah. It went. We we had thirteen seconds left. I don't know. I don't know what. what yeah. Why did you check your phone? I was like, dude, we're good. Damn. We still, yeah. I was like, dude, I 